welcome to the Tackling Life Podcast with the great Ray Lewis and me, Dr. Christian Conti. It's a success podcast that tackles life through the lessons of sports and tackling life through the lessons of sports. Ray, first of all, what's up? How you doing? You make it back safe from London? Doc, I'm back. That's a long flight. That's a long flight. <laughs> that is a long <laughs> flight. Now, do you mind flying? Because like, I mean, you know, you and I are not tiny people. So do you, do you mind flying? Man, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, anybody might flying after a while, you know, because <laughs> you, know, you can't, you can't get, you can't get comfortable doc in the seat. You know, when you when you twist your hips, every angle you can twist them, and ain't nowhere else to twist them. Doc. Just... <laughs> I said, someone said you're a psychologist. You don't like flying. I said, no. What would I like about being up in a plane where I'm thousands of miles above the land that I could crash and I have no control over it. What do I what I'm, what is there to like about that? I'm telling I'm talking about hamstrings lock up and everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh yeah. well listen no, it was a good trip. It was a really good trip, man. I uh I uh I did a lot of good work over there with some kids and stuff, man, and went to the tower and went into the cathedral and just I just saw a bunch of stuff, bro. So it was a really, really good experience, um, experience in London from from that aspect. Yeah, I, mean, I thought it was really cool. Man, that's it's such a beautiful experience. I'm glad you had that. I listen. I, I have a great way for us to lead into today. I just saw this study, and what they did is they looked at people who are happy, and they wanted to figure out what makes people happy. So what they did was they did this study where they said. The happiest people had twice as many meaningful conversations and only one third of the amount of small talk that unhappy people have. <coughs> so in other words, when people, which we talk about all this time, this is what we do every single week on this show. We talk about meaningful conversations and the truth is they don't know whether or not the meaningful conversations lead to happiness or whether or not people are already happy and so they have meaningful conversations. But studies aside, let's just go with common sense. If you really want to be happier, let's start talking about bigger things rather than gossip and small things. So, I mean, that's what you and I do every week on here, have bigger conversations. Yeah, man. And you know what's interesting? So let's jump into a bigger conversation. You know, you look at what what transpired in London, right, around the National Football League, yeah. right, comments that the president said, all of these different things, Doc. And I'm not a part of the league, so the, the, the comments can't bother me. You know, it's just it's really ignorant comments, you know, that he made towards uh, an organization that I, you know, once, you know, worked for. Right. But, you know, when you walk out there, Doc, and you see this 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 uneasiness, right? I, I left this game, and when you see this uneasiness, right? Of, you know, I get up that morning and there's so much talk around. Oh my, did you hear what he said? And oh my gosh, the players are gonna do this. The players are gonna do that. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, man, all of this is going on. I'm like, so what the? I'm like, so what the players and you know, his owners done chimed in, and I'm like, man, well, what was said? You know, because I'm way off time. Like, I don't get what was said. So right. I started talking to some people, started reading a couple of things. And I'm like, wow, you know, he really shouldn't have said that. He really should have kept that to himself. Yep. And then so after we finally come out, Doc, um, you know, some people just started asking me. They was like, you know, what are you going to do? 
and players and players and people running up to me like, hey man, this number of players gonna protest and that number of players gonna do this and this number of players gonna do this because of what Trump said. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, wait a minute, we got all of this confusion going on in a, in a game of football? So for, forget the guys thinking about freaking football. We got, everybody's talking about everything else but football. And I'm sitting there, Doc, and I disappear. And one of the uh, the ladies working NFL Network, I mean, NFL, uh, Tracy Perlman, she asked, what you going to do? And I said, what will Jesus do? Mm. I said, you know what I'm doing? Mm. I'm going in the midst of this fire, in the midst of this confusion, in the midst of this d- d- divisiveness. And, and, and everybody's right, but nobody wakes up every day right. Mm. And I'm going into this battlefield and, and I'm going to trust God and I'm going to fall on both knees and I'm going to stay in prayer until these curses of hate, race, and, and, and just prejudice thoughts are broken. Doc, let me tell you something now. I'm going to share something with everybody on this podcast. I knew I would be crucified for taking a stand because people would want to say I dropped a knee on for the flag. I will never put a knee on the ground to not honor my flag. Mm. This flag is the reason that we have opportunities because young girls, brothers, sisters, fathers, husbands, wives go to the military and fight for us that we will never see. Mm. We don't know the sacrifice they made, so I would never put my knee down in the midst of paying attention and honoring my flag, my country. Mm. But I will put both knees down to honor Jesus. Mm. Because we've got to get back to God, Doc. Doc, let me tell you something. We have lost all control. Everybody wakes up and they're their own God now. I beg to differ. I fell on my knees yesterday to tell everybody, if you wanted to crucify me, he told me I would be crucified. But you still got to have the conversation that the man we should be talking about is putting God back at the forefront of our lives. Mm. Mm. That's my message. That's so powerful. That, that, that's why I fell on my knees. It's so my powerful. Knees, I'm screaming to the country saying, let's put prayer back in schools. We got to put God back at the forefront because, Doc, if we don't, it's too much chaos. It's too much. It's too much injustice going on. It's so it's so much. Listen, let me tell you my reaction. So I I see when I immediately see people respond and the crucifying you saying all kind of stuff. It bothers me. Like, I, I think a lot of people think for my position and what I do, I don't feel emotions, right? I know I'm one of a few anger management level five specialists in the world, and uh, I feel honored that I'm in that position. What I always try to clarify is that because I'm an anger management specialist doesn't mean that I don't feel anger. And when someone says something about someone I care about as deeply as I care about you, it bothers me. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. It bothers me. So I definitely was bothered by some of the things that were said, but my reaction was this. What is wrong with kneeling down and in prayer? Like, I mean, at the ultimate, at the, at the end of the, at the beginning of the day, you kneeling down and saying in a, in a motion of prayer is saying, look, this is as humble as you get. That's as humble as you get to get down on your knees and say, I'm, I am, honoring like I want to I want to have prayer like I want prayer to be the answer here and I think it's it's really interesting to me because as a professional counselor I have learned to listen to all sides I listen to people talk 
And I really don't like when people's voices aren't heard. I really have been an advocate for people's voices to be heard for my whole career. And I do think that people experience life differently. People have different opinions. That's okay. That's a part of life. People are going to have different opinions. But to spew hatred toward people for having a different opinion, it really, it's, it's bothersome. It's bothersome. And it definitely takes me using everything I've learned to feel peace in the midst of that. Because I believe people have a right to feel however they want to feel. They have a right to think whatever they want to think. I don't think I have all the answers. I believe that we need to have conversations to get to better answers in our lifetime. I don't think we'll ever get to all the answers, but I think we'll get to better answers if we have conversations. But I don't think it's okay to just shut people down, say horrific things about people because they choose to do something or think something differently. That bothers me. So that's honestly, that was my reaction. Because I walked into I walked into the battlefield. And I prayed from within the crossfire. Mm. Doc, I was on both knees, head down. I praying for unity. Praying for unity and for an end to this divisiveness, man. Mm. Doc, my whole life, I've always ran towards conflict. I don't run the opposite way from conflict, Doc. Mm. Never have and I never will. Doc, from everything you know, from what I do with gang violence to community restoration, to joblessness, to, to the treatment of police officers, to, to, to the, to, oh my God, to me and you going into prisons together, to feeding thousands and thousands of family, yep. to talking to cancer patients, man. And, and you know what? And each time I did that, I met people exactly where they were. Mm-hmm. So yesterday, I had to be a bigger brother to a bunch of confusing young athletes because everybody don't really know what they're kneeling for what they're protesting for right and so in the midst of that i said the only thing you can do because of so many of them look up to you is you must humble yourself before the person that can really change this Mm. me kneeling with them won't change this (laughs) me i can't i can't drop my knee on my flag we got to stand bold that's what our country is built off. You stand and we fight. That's what we do. Yep. So I met my NFL brothers, Doc, exactly where they were. Yep. I met them exactly where they were, yep. on the field, in the midst of divisiveness. Yes. I didn't drop the one knee in order to protest. I didn't lock both arms to, to protest, Doc, to talk about Trump and coming together about Trump. I dropped on my knees to say it. We must get back to understanding that God is the reason that we live. And we have lost our mind that we don't love our neighbors, that we love ourselves. We listen to all this foolishness of talking and everybody debating different things, but nobody wants to humble themselves and say, what's the real answer? What's the solution? And I tell you, regardless of your religion, the solution is God and putting prayer back in schools and giving our kids the direction that they need to be in. Mm. I will bow every time in the midst of them, Doc, but they didn't say much. This wasn't an issue. When after we beat the Denver Broncos, I fell on both knees and prayed him, prayed for him in the highest of triumphs as well. Yeah. So this ain't something new I've started. Right. I started bowing on my knees when I was 10 years old. He said, when it's too much you can handle, he says, if you're going to worry, then don't pray. And if you're going to pray, then don't worry. Well, yesterday I was worrying a lot. And when I saw those kids worrying, I fell on my knees to pray. Mm. 
Oh, so man. powerful. It was so powerful. Oh, it was powerful to watch. It was powerful to watch because it was different. Um, my wife always says about you, like, your energy is like, you know, 10 feet in front of you. You're such a powerful persona, such a powerful person. And it's because you've worked so hard for so long that makes you a powerful persona. And so people, are, yeah, of course, they're going to criticize, say what they want to say. But I think the message that you bring about prayer, about bringing, like, let's, Let's really be humble. If we're really going to be humble, think about what that means to be humble, to genuinely say, I don't have the answers right now. So I'm asking God for some help. Like we need to get together. This is ridiculous. The amount of divisiveness, the amount of hatred, the amount of anger is ridiculous. Like if we really sit down and have a conversation and, and this is, this is, I think, a really important thing for people to understand something that I, I would love for people to hear. If we really sit down with someone, the conversation is much different than if you're just sitting back on the internet and firing out whatever you want to fire out from behind your computer. If you sit face to face with a human being, your conversation is going to be different. I have specialized in working with people convicted of violent crimes and people have all these opinions and thoughts about these people. They have all kinds of opinions and thoughts about me for going in and doing this work. But the reason why I do what I do is I believe in people. I believe in the human spirit. I believe in the potential of people to make changes. And I'm not going to sit by and watch people and say that I shouldn't do work because somebody did something wrong. I really believe if we sit down and have conversations, I've never meant to excuse behavior. But I do explain it. And there's a reason why people feel the way they do everywhere. There's a reason why people are so angry. There's a reason why. And we sit down, we have a conversation. It changes everything. So look, we got to take a real quick break. When we come back, I really want to keep talking about this because this is the meaningful conversation that people that is powerful for people. Stick with us. We'll be right back after this. It's Tackling Life. We're back. We're talking about meaningful conversations. We're talking about the power of what happened yesterday. I mean, yesterday is a day that's going to be remembered, Ray. I mean, I think it's going to be remembered. We look back on the NFL and in history. I think yesterday is going to be a day that's going to be remembered. Yeah, and I want to. I, I want it to be remembered on my knees. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I think if I if I wanted to be remembered anyway, the caption that was caught. The duty that I, that God had put before me and put on my shoulders, and the countless people that'll never be heard. If I tell them personally, every time they ask me, "What should I do, Ray?" When I feel pain, when I worry, I tell them, "You got to fall on both knees, mm. and you got to give it to the Lord." And yesterday, Doc, I gave it to the Lord. And I've listened to friends, people that call themselves so much. My friends try to tell me that I spoke one way about Colin and then I'm doing the opposite. I beg to differ. Colin has always dropped on one knee. One knee is for the team. Two knees is for Jesus. Mm. I dropped on both knees. And I drop on both knees to the rest of my life until we stop this silliness of acting like kids in front of kids. I, that to me is very powerful. And and I think I, I have always been bothered by uh, the thought that people say, 
people can't learn, people can't grow, people can't be open. First of all, the move you made is different. That's that that's reality. Second of all, the 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 idea that you're open to input and listening and meeting people where they are. I mean, that's really what it's about. If we want to help people make a change, we meet them where they are. That's what yield theory is. That's what the whole pro- the premise is to meet people where they are. So you go down there, you listen to them, you listen to these guys, you listen to what's going on with them, you go meet them where they are, and you say, "Look, let me take it a step and show you the direction that I believe it should be in." And this is a very powerful, humbling move that you did by being on both knees in a prayer, in, in prayer, in not even a prayerful position, in prayer. And isn't that really where we need to be right now as a country is in prayer saying, let's listen to each other? <laughs> Duh. I, I, and, and when you listen to when you listen to the, 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 the backlash, you're saying to yourself, so now we've gotten to the point where we're our own gods to where you crucify a guy who's praying in the midst of a nation? Yeah. This is not about a game. This is not about one leg of injustice. Yeah. Man, this ain't about what I've said against Colin Kaepernick and all of this. Man, this man just started this less than two years. I've been doing this for 22 years. Plus, I live this world, Doc. I'm in the world of injustice. I've had injustice find me. The call is bigger. God has claimed we must put him back on the throne. And you can crucify me all you want to. You know me. It don't affect me one way or another. But the bottom line is yesterday a mark had to be made, man, because I watched kids walking on a football field and not thinking about football. I watched the kid, kids walking on football and trying to be in the pol- politic, the political world hmm. before they going out there and risking their lives. So it was conflict. It was chaos. And everybody's uncertain on what the message will say. Well, I'm not. And my message was clear. You want to crucify me for dropping on my knees and reciting our father's prayer and asking the Lord that we start to honor each other the way he said honor? He said all men are created equal. Now, if you want to go against that, you go against it. Hmm. But that's where we at. And brother, that's why I'm so at peace. Because sometimes people look at an accident and twist it any way they want to twist it. Right. But you don't have to look at my accident. You can pay attention to my intent. My intent for falling on my knees in the midst while everybody else was standing or kneeling on one was for one thing, to give God the glory. Ray, I mean, I think honestly, like you can't ask for more than that than to say we need some help right now. We need some help in our country. We need some help with understanding. And so to be able to humble yourself and say, let's look, God, help us out. We are we're struggling. Because I think we are struggling. And I think what's really interesting is this. This has been my experience as a professional counselor, meeting with people with diverse, diverse beliefs and listening to people. Because understand this, when you're sitting down counseling someone, there's no agenda. There's no, I need to get this. I want you to understand this by the end of our conversation. When you're counseling someone, the only goal is to listen to someone, to hear them and to to honor where they are and to try to help them wherever they want to go. So there's no, there's no impact of bias or anything. And I've done this for 20,000 hours and I've listened to the, for 20 years, I've listened to people. And what I see is that when we really genuinely listen to people, we all really want the same stuff. 
We all want peace. We all want love. We all want relationships. We all want good communication. These are all the same things that we want. And when we step back and actually have the meaningful, deep conversations, we find that we all really want the same things. And all this nonsense, all this fighting, we identify so much. So so here's what I see in this country a lot. As soon as someone identifies with a, spe- a specific group, then the other groups there. So as soon as it's us versus them, and we do this a lot. Now, look, sports is fun. You and I joke all the time about I'm from Pittsburgh. You're the legendary Raven. And we're together. We're friends. We're as close as brothers. Yet, so what? So we have different teams. That's great. That's good fun. That's a fun us versus them. That's what sports brings to us. But when it comes to genuine human beings and having different beliefs and having different thoughts, there is no us versus them. There's only us. We're all, we're all in this together. It's not about us versus them. And when we sit down and listen to people, what people really want, peace, love, connection, relationships, communication, that's all stuff that is innately human it's not one side versus another you 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 you're so on it we need more knowledge and understanding right but then you gotta you gotta use his wisdom to hear doc like you gotta discern you gotta manage and you gotta act you gotta be you gotta really be still to hear what god is really trying to reveal in your life Mm. That's important. Listen, that's important. I really want to say that because to be still, because oftentimes people will say, I need to, they just keep talking, 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 waiting until the other person's done, then they keep going. But if we really want to listen, what you just said, I think is absolutely key to be still, to listen. That's huge, Ray. Yeah, we, we don't, we don't be still and listen. Let me tell you something, Doc. It's really interesting, right? The fourth, the 14th amendment, the 14th amendment of the U.S., Constitution promises, listen to this, it promises Americans life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Watch this. But God gives us life, liberty, and clarity. Clarity. But you got to be still to hear. You can't, you can't tweet because everybody else is tweeting. You can't tweet without understanding what the whole picture is saying. Because if you look in the midst of what's going on in our world, right, when you start to see godly men and and people that's fighting for Christ being crucified, but everybody else that's for evil is doing everything else they want to do. They're their own gods. When our kids are exposed to the things that they've, they've been exposed to in today's time, I told you when prayer has been took out of schools, when police in your own community no longer is around. We got to be still. Peace must be still. Mm. And man, the reason why I will stand boldly in the midst of fire, because when you when you align whatever answer, whatever expectation you have for what this word should look like, if you align your, your answers up with my answers, I didn't make my answers up. I didn't make mine up. I just studied enough. And if there's one thing, one thing that I follow, peace must be still. And as a country, man, we, we, you know, we are, we're in a bad place, man. You look at, you know, we're arguing over 
you know, who stands for the flag, who don't, you know, all these different issues, man. And it's so permanent sometimes. It's like you said, yesterday would be remembered forever. Yeah. But, Doc, imagine how how deep yesterday would be remembered. And now we're, imagine what those people going to feel like in Nashville mm. when this guy goes in this church and this guy shoots up a church. Mm. That's where we at, Doc. Imagine the things that we're not talking about. Imagine how we've already forgot about both hurricanes in Houston and Miami. Yeah. That all we can think about now is how can I be the most popular person on Twitter? Everybody want to speak smart, but nobody wants to claim and say I can know I can never be always right. Yeah. I, we I, don't debate no go I, ahead. No, I mean but I'm but I'm with you on that. I think for me I, I really believe that we can't have all the answers. I write in all my books, anybody that reads any of my stuff that I've written for the last 10 years, I write so much about, we don't need to, the idea of certainty, come, it's an illusion. For me, certainty is an illusion. We think, I'm so certain about my belief. I'm so certain about what I think about this situation. I'm so certain about it. But the truth is, we are constantly learning. We're learning our entire lives. So if we're turning, if we're learning our entire lives, then maybe it's better to be a little bit more humble and a little less certain. Cause I think when we're a little less certain and we're a little more humble, then we're more open to listening to what people have to say. And when we have the conversations, it is extremely different than just sitting back and spitting out opinions. I, everybody has opinions. That's great. I have opinions. Opinions come and go. But truth is ever present. And I think we really need to step back and have stillness, like you said, to really hear truth. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. It's Tackling Life. We're talking about a very powerful, meaningful conversation. Um, I, I, it, it's not for me. It's not about politics. And I guess I get people say that and they say, Oh, it, it is about politics or this. Or that. It's not about politics. It's about stepping back. If we were to step back from this earth and really step up high above and really go up into the galaxy and look down on this planet, we would see a whole bunch of people talking. And are those opinions, are those opinions, those temporary opinions, really what we need to be invested in? Or can we see that there's a lot of buzz, but at the end of the day, human beings want peace. Human beings want good communication. They want love. They want connection. These are things that everybody wants. In the deepest moments, Ray, in the, in therapy sessions, with people in their darkest moments, what I have learned from being through my own darkest moments, what I know you've experienced, is that ultimately what we really want is peace. I remember you telling the story about when you were, when you were locked up and you, and you said, God, you, you felt the presence of God saying, can you hear me now? Like that is a very powerful moment when I learned, when you talk, told the, me about that experience. The first three lines from God's mouth from, from God yesterday was, can you hear me now? Hmm. <laughs> Doc, when I was incarcerated and I fell on my knees and I could do nothing. My body felt weary. I felt I felt that I just had fevers and sweating was coming everywhere. And yesterday was a, one of the very few times I felt like that again to where I felt so much confusion. Mm. And I knew what I did then is the reason why I'm here now. And I fell on my knees while I was in my jail cell. And I said, Lord, 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 what would Jesus do? And I picked myself up 
I pick myself up off that ground and I carry it on. And yesterday, in the midst of chaos, I fell because I said, Lord, 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 what must I do? I said, Lord, what will Jesus do? He said, give it to me, son. He said, leave everybody back to me. Mm. Because the only thing you all are missing is peace from within. Yeah, mm. we you have forgotten why I've given you the platform and the things that you have. The platform sometimes is not to be the same. The platform sometimes is to be bold. Bold mm. enough to tell our country that you would judge a man that was praying but you will praise a man that's destroying our kids' future. It's, Doc, I'm telling you, man, like, we got, it's praying times, man. Like, because people, people, everybody got it all figured out. You know, like, everybody wake up every day and what they want to tweet and what they want to say is right from their perspective. Yep. But nobody in the world wakes up right every day. Right. But nobody won't humble themselves to shut up long enough, learn what you don't know before you speak about anything. So yesterday, man, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna end this with something good because I like, uh, I live off purpose, man. And so after I got done doing it, this one kid, I was walking out of the stadium and um, this one kid, ran up to me and he, he played football and everything. So I was walking out and he said, only a king will fall and pray. Mm. And I said, that young kid noticed that. I said, oh my gosh. But like, cause you have to think about it. Cause he came up to me. He was like, I follow everything you do. He was like, I mean, listen, I mimic you. Anything you do, what you eat, what you say, I just follow you. And he said, and I've heard you talk about this before. He said, but only a king will fall and pray. Mm. And doc, my, my duty was done that I sent somebody back to the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. that, that I got the eyes off of me. Don't worry about me. I'm just a vessel. I'm just a messenger. I'm just carrying a message. And the only message is, man, the reason why the same reason why I love doing this with you is because we got to figure out how to get our country back to loving each other. We got to figure out how to bring peace back to our country. We got to figure out, really, man, really, how to take all of these judgmental attitudes and 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 ask yourself, are you really? You know what? The, the challenge for the next however many days, you know I always like the challenge. Yeah. The, the challenge is, like, pay attention to people to, to see, like, are you really that perfect that, that you can wake up every day talking or texting or tweeting about somebody else? <laughs> are you really that perfect? Or are you okay when un with uncovering your ghosts, your skeletons in the closet? You see, like it's, it's like this thing, like if you have conversation with somebody, like you can go back and forth, I can go back and forth, you can agree with me sometimes, I can disagree with you, me and you don't always agree. Yeah. We have to see things differently, right? right. But, we have, but we have communication. Right. And that's why we do this podcast. It's because we want to communicate. Listen, you know, I get a lot of texts like, man, I'm praying for you while you're going through this scrutiny. I keep telling people, you can't scrutinize a man who knows what he was doing. Yeah. <laughs> you can't you can't confuse me 
of saying, oh my gosh, why are they talking about me? This is so horrible. Really? You keep talking about me. You bring more light to God. Yeah. That's what that's what the whole mission was. The mission was to honor him. And you're strong, and that's what, that's what I love about you is you're strong enough to be able to put that message and realize it's funny because the thought that comes to mind is in the, I don't know if you ever saw the Batman movies, but in the Batman movies, they, they he, you know, the Christian Bale uh, trilogy, and he said in the Batman movies, it was, you have to be the symbol that people need, not necessarily the symbol that people want, but the symbol that people need. And if sometimes that means, you know, they need to come at you to get to where they need to be, that's great. But you have to be strong enough to be that symbol. And that, that's what you remind me of in, a, in so many ways, is being strong enough to be the symbol that people need, not necessarily the symbol people want. But I, I do want to come back to this for a minute about I think that we're a great example of this. We do have some different beliefs, but at the end of the day, we put each other and care about each other first. And this is what I really believe will change things in the world. It's okay for people to believe differently than me. I'm really okay with my belief system. I'm genuinely, wholeheartedly okay with my belief system. And because I am, I am really okay with people believing differently. And you know what? I don't think that I have all the answers. So I'm really okay if at the end of it all, if I was wrong, I really kind of believe in this divine being that's going to be like, you know what? I know you were trying your best and you did your best. So I love you anyway. I really, that's for me, that's personally what I believe. So I'm okay with having differing, differing beliefs than others. And I'm okay with people having different beliefs than me. And I think when you get to the spot, when you really find peace that, and then you, and you listen and you take the time to listen, take the time. This is what yield. That's why I believe yield theory is right for this moment in this time. If we take the time to meet people where they are and genuinely listen to them. I think we'll all be less angry. I think there's going to be a tremendous amount more peace when we just don't speak, just to just talk, just to talk, but we actually listen and actually hear what people have to say. I think we'll, our compassion will raise immensely. Absolutely. So I, I, I quieted my mind yesterday. This is exactly what you're saying with peace. So I quieted my mind before I went up there and I said to the Lord, like quietly, I was like, you know, Lord, I, I may get a lot of heat, you know, for what people think, you know, I'm going to be doing. And you know what he, when he like slightly whispered to me, mm. he said, if it honors me, then why worry about it? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, and I, and I, and when, and that was the last comment I had with him before I closed my eyes and said, Lord, I'll give it to you then. Because Doc, I want to end this podcast with something that I want people to understand. If you know your track record, if you know the people that you've helped, if you know the life that you live, if you know the intent of your heart, if you know the things that you're willing to sacrifice for your destiny, let nobody steal your peace. Mm. Because right now where we are, we're in trying times and everybody is doing it to take your peace. Social media keeps you away from spending time with yourself. I asked a group of businessmen the other day, how many people have spent 24 hours without their phone and not one can raise their hand? Mm -hmm. So we're distracted because our minds can never rest. But I tell you, peace be still at this moment of chaos in our country. Where we have children committing suicide, we got 
little girls that we'll never see another day in our life. We got soldiers who's going to war and mothers and fathers are never coming back home. We all got a duty. We all have a duty. And if we don't find a way to love each other, if we don't find a way to share peace, if we don't find a way to set up things for our future, God, 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 mm. what chance do we actually have? Mm. I enjoy this podcast, Doc, because I don't worry about what people say about me. I just worry about when my babies give up. Mm. And yesterday, and yesterday, I was I was hurt a little bit because it's no more about football anymore. It's about everything else around football. And I think it's important, man, that if you're going to go risk your life and play this game that's so fast and physical, then your mind need to be 100% yours. Yeah. But it's time for us to get back to peace, man. You know, if you want to, if you want, if everybody's listening to this podcast, you want to really do something, you want to just start a firestorm. Start a firestorm by using Ray Lewis' name. Wow, you gonna just just, just say this in conversation? You you gonna argue because the man prayed? That's, <laughs> don't argue. Don't argue in, in acts. You gonna argue because the man prayed? That's what you argue. That's awesome. The man fell on his knees and prayed. But it was the same man, and I'm gonna leave you with this. It's the same man who fell on his knees to honor God before he let confetti drop on him. The faint, the same man. So in the midst of conflict. Or triumph. I have the same routine. Yeah. <laughs> where I fall on my knees and honor him. Peace be still, man. If, if I tell you nothing else, today is about peace being still. Yeah, I brother. It. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. I think that's absolutely the most powerful message you can give. Peace be still. I think if we really want peace, we need to take the time to be still. Man, this is so awesome. I'm honored to do this with you. I really hope that our listeners and anyone out there, anybody you share this with, you take a moment to just listen. And let's say you share this with someone and you and you like some of the things you're hearing and they don't. That's okay. Listen to them. Like show, be the example and listen. Tell me what you don't like. I'm okay with it. You could write in, you could call, hey, I don't like this. I don't agree with this. Great. I'm going to listen to you. No matter what you have to say about me, I'm going to listen to you. Because as Ray said, peace be still. Peace be still. Hey, thank you for downloading the Tackling Life Podcast. If you want more Tackling Life content, go to TacklingLifePodcast.com. You'll find links to our pages on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and other podcast sites where you can subscribe and get two all-new episodes automatically downloaded every week. When you visit the Tackling Life website, you'll find links to our Facebook and Twitter pages where you can give us feedback, questions, ideas, and suggestions. You can also call us at 646 762 4432. We might play your message on the show. Fridays are Fan Friday, and we and we take your calls, we take your messages, and we answer questions every week. That's 646-762-4432. Peace be still. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend. Until next time, for the legend, Ray Lewis, I'm Dr. Christian Conti. Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. 
Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast.